Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and build you up to walk circumspectly before the Lord. This morning I'm going to preach on kingdom beginnings. Hallelujah. So if you're in Mark chapter 1 and verse 14, Mark chapter 1 and verse 14, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Hallelujah. We know that the word gospel means good news. So Jesus was saying, repent and believe the good news that the kingdom is upon you. I've got good news for you this morning, church. I've got good news for you this morning, Wentworth. The kingdom of God is upon you. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, now I will demonstrate it. Now I will live accordingly. If you believe something, live accordingly. Amen. Listen, the world will always push against this gospel. Circumstance will always push against what you believe, but you have to come to a place and say, I believe this. I will not be pushed off this. I will stand in this. I will enforce this. Oh, my Lord, let me, let me tell this speaker here. Do you hear me? I will enforce this thing. The kingdom is upon me. Hallelujah. Jesus was saying, I will show you the kingdom. And really, the, the, the gospels are a revelation of kingdom life. Hallelujah. Jesus announced that the kingdom has come. It's not a far off. It's not one day. One day when you get to heaven. The kingdom is upon you. Hallelujah. And Jesus described the kingdom to us. He showed us how to live the kingdom life. Uh, Matthew eleven five. John the Baptist was, was saying, Jesus, are you the man? And Jesus said, go tell John the Baptist this. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended at me. That, that's a powerful statement Jesus put in there. Because John the Baptist was in jail. And that's why he's asking the question. Are you the one because I'm in jail? Are you the one because there's no help for me. They're going to kill me. Jesus said, you're blessed if you're not offended at me. Listen, saints, you're blessed if you don't get offended when things are tough. You don't know why. You don't know how. But you don't get offended. You don't turn your back. You don't, you don't say why. No, you believe. Blessed is he who's not offended. Hallelujah. Sometimes the enemy pushes so hard... Pushes you past the place of endurance. I often wondered, once I prayed, I said, Lord, why is it that many times you leave me? 
till the 99th hour. When I'm at point 99.99999, and then you come through. Why is it? Lord said to me, Johnny, that is how long it takes to refine your faith. Amen. You reach a place where you said, I'm so desperate, I don't care if I die, but I'm living by this word. Hello. Tell your neighbor, you're blessed when you don't get offended when things go hard. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I've got good news for you. The kingdom has come. It's upon you. Listen, that's a radical message. Hallelujah. That's a powerful message. That's a message of hope. It's a word of faith. It's a, it's a declaration of things how they truly are. Mm. Jesus didn't only announce, but he demonstrated. That the kingdom has come. Oh my God. May the anointing of God rest so mightily on you. That you're a demonstration. That the kingdom has come. When things get tough, you demonstrate. You don't cry. You don't turn your back. You don't start getting all hopeless and despair. Oh, No, you demonstrate. Hallelujah. You don't back down. Jesus said, I'm demonstrating the kingdom. I'm, I'm declaring the kingdom, the end of the devil's reign. Hallelujah. He came to destroy the works of the devil. My God, thank God the anointing that's on you is to destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. His words, his life, his miracles. Ushered in a brand new era. I declare in Jesus' name, your faith's going to usher in a brand new era in your family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a new day. Glory to God. That's a new day. Today is a new day. I don't live under a, under a cloud of sin's power. I'm not, I'm not hopeless. I'm hopeful. The kingdom is the end. Listen. When the kingdom is upon you, it's the end of every captivity, every bondage, every curse, every sickness, every poverty. The kingdom of God has come upon you. Hallelujah. Believe it. Kingdom life believe, begins with a new birth. That's when it begins. So from the day you're born again, you can expect to live like a king. Mm -hmm. Yay, glory. Hallelujah. Look at Jesus. Jesus only stepped into ministry. Think about this. Jesus only stepped into ministry at the age of 30. The age of 30. Before that, remember there was a time when Jesus was eight and he went with his family to Jerusalem and then they lost him and three days later they come, they find him back there and he's busy conversing with the with the uh, priests and and they're all amazed at him and he says they said we looked everywhere for you Jesus Jesus said didn't you know where I'll be I'll be about my father's business and uh, they they said 
you know, but, but come with us. And the Bible says something amazing. It says, it says there in the book of Luke chapter 251, and then Jesus went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to his parents. From that day, Jesus subject to his parents. So listen, I, I'm going to be subject. He, he lived like a normal man. He was a good boy. Amen. So I've, I've entitled this message, Kingdom Beginnings. And I'm basing it on what Jesus said, the kingdom of God is upon you. Jesus only started preaching the kingdom after he got filled with the Holy Ghost and was born baptized. Hallelujah. The Bible says the Holy Spirit came on Jesus after he came up out of the water. Hallelujah. Out of the waters of baptism, he received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and he started preaching the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Before this, he lived a normal life with his family. He was a family man. He was a little boy in his parents' home. He lived with his brothers and sisters and his family. He worked with his dad and he was a carpenter. He learned a trade. It looked like he was going to be a good carpenter. It looked like he was going to be a good man. Just like his brothers. When, when you look at his future, his mother expected a great future for a boy. Thought he's going to have a great career ahead of him. Look at the beautiful pulpit he made. This boy's good with his hands. She probably was already looking for him for a good wife. After all, he was almost 30, not married yet. Where's my grandchildren? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, Jesus is living. He's dependable. He's at work every day. He's a good son. He sits at breakfast with his family. Amen. A typical Nazarene. The people in town knew him. They knew his brothers, his sisters. They, they knew him. It seemed like he was going to live a good life. A path was mapped out for him as a Nazarene. But there came a day that Jesus made a clean break. There came a day that he left Nazareth, the Bible says, and went to Galilee. Now, Mark 1 verse 9, let's just look at that. It came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth. Are you listening to me, Wentworth? And this is not a place of location change. It's, it's deeper than that. The Bible says that it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. He turned He's back on his career. He said, I'm not interested in this anymore, in this life. He left Nazareth and he came to Wentworth. 
He came to Durban. He left and he came to Galilee. And he didn't come to Galilee for a new location so he can continue his life with better opportunities. When he came to Galilee, he came for a reason. He came to meet John the Baptist. He came to be baptized in the Jordan. He came to start a new life. He came to signify the end of an era and the beginning of the kingdom. Somebody say hallelujah. When Jesus came out of the water, the Holy Ghost came on him. And he started preaching and living the kingdom. Living a different life. Living by a different sound. Hallelujah. Living with different priorities. He came and he was living a new life so much so that you read later on in the Gospels that his mother and his brothers and sisters got concerned about him. They said, he's crazy. Let's go fetch him and bring him back. And they were calling for him from outside. You know the story. And Jesus said, listen, who's my mother and my brother and my sisters, those who believe in me? He started a new life. Hallelujah. They said, listen, let's go fetch him. He's gone off. You know, he's not jawling with us on Fridays anymore. He's praying. <laughs> Sunday mornings, we can't invite him to a picnic at Toti. He's in church. This guy's gone crazy. They come. They said, come. He must come out. They said, he can't carry on like this. Let's go rescue him. I remember when I got born again, my mother tried to rescue me from Jesus. She says, you're too radical. She says, why did you break all your records and throw out all your drink and stop your friend? Why? Come back. amazing they want you to be normal but yet when you're normal they want you to change <laughs> isn't it amazing you know you probably oh no once a catholic always a catholic don't you know my boy you're a methodist you're a baptist that's who you are that's who our family's been for generations. Why do you want to change? Why do you want to go to Galilee? Why do you want to be baptized? Are we not good enough for you? Don't you remember everything I did for you all life? Same story, isn't it? Hallelujah. No, come on, Jesus, you can't carry on like this. You must come home now. These people are going to drain you. Come back. There's a good career waiting for you. Come back, Jesus. They said, your brothers and sisters are calling you. Jesus said, I've got a new family. I've got a new life. Hallelujah. 
I'm not going back to Nazareth. I'm not going back to a normal life. I'm done with that. That's over. I'm preaching the kingdom. From here on, I'm living the kingdom. I'm living the good life. I'm living kingdom life. I'm living as an heir and a son of a heavenly kingdom. Don't you know that your father put you in his will? And if you're a good boy and you behave your whole life, one day when I'm 150, you can have what I got. Some people are like that. Well, they stay, they'll stay captive to their job because one day I'm going to have a good pension. By the time you get the pension, you get your death certificate with it. Life begins when you start living for God. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, that's over. I'm preaching the kingdom. The kingdom has come. The kingdom is upon you. It's at hand. Hallelujah. When does the kingdom come? The moment that you get born again. That's when you can start the life. It starts at the new birth. It starts the day that you renounce the world. You must let go of something if you want to get hold of something. Hallelujah. I've let go of this world. Jesus said, blessed are you when you do that. Because once you've done that, I will add to you houses and lands and families and mothers and brothers and things that you couldn't get. Hallelujah. I will lift you to a life that will make the world jealous. Hallelujah. It's good you pay your sacrifices. You serve God. There's always points in your life in which God will demand something from you. And if you pay your sacrifice, if you give it up for the sake of the kingdom, he will bless you. I said he will bless you. You will start living kingdom life. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus left Nazareth and came to Galilee to be baptized by John the Baptist. Have you ever asked yourself, why did Jesus need to be baptized? Think of it. John's whole message was, repent and be baptized. Repent. And yes, Jesus, he responds. And he comes to John the Baptist. Jesus had nothing to repent of. Hello? John the Baptist said of him, there's come one mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not even worthy to carry. And this Jesus comes to him. He is the son of God. There's no unrighteousness in him. He has never sinned. The Bible says he knew no sin. He had never sinned. There was no unrighteousness in him. The Bible says he was pointed and all tested in all points as we are, yet without sin. He had nothing to repent of. Yet he comes and he says to John the Baptist, I must be baptized. 
He says to John, suffer it to be so. John couldn't understand this thing. Hallelujah. How far am I on time? I'm trying to see if I should read the scripture. You know the scripture, don't you? Okay, he said read it, so I'll read it. Matthew 3, 12. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized by you, Jesus. Are you coming to me? And Jesus answered and said to him, permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. And then he allowed it. When Jesus had been baptized, he came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were opened to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hallelujah. When Jesus came to be baptized, he wasn't repenting for sin. When Jesus came to be baptized... He was saying, I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. Up to now, I've been living in this world. Up to now, I've been, I've been living as a Nazarene, a carpenter. I'm here, but by this baptism, I'm making a public declaration that I'm finished with this world. I'm making a public declaration. That I renounce this world. I renounce its God. I renounce its authority. I renounce its life. I renounce its principles. I renounce its authorities, its rules. I am dead to this world. I renounce everything this world's got to offer. I renounce the future mapped out for me, the careers, the priorities. I renounce it. I choose to please my Father. Hallelujah. I choose the kingdom. I choose to live as a son of God. I choose from this day to live and demonstrate kingdom life and confront darkness, destroy the works of the devil. That's what God called you. That's why the anointing is on you, to destroy the works of the devil. Come on, somebody lift your hand and say, I've been anointed to destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. You're not at home having your own little private war and you're going to lose on your own. You have been anointed to confront that devil that's been against your parents and your great-grandparents and the generations before you and destroy the work of the devil and establish the kingdom. Somebody say amen. My wife and I got married. We said divorce in my family stops here. We're establishing a new authority. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you visit believers' homes and you walk in there, it's like you're on another planet. They've got nothing to do with the world. They're full of joy, full of peace, full of hope, full of blessing. 
He said, well, don't you know there's tough times? They don't know tough times. Don't you know there's diseases? They don't know disease. They're living the kingdom life. Hallelujah. Come on, say, I want to live the kingdom life. I'm anointed to live the kingdom life. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I came to destroy the works of the devil. You don't have to be like your parents were. Hello. I said, hello. You don't have to live like your parents live. No matter what. And I, I'm, not, I'm not saying bad about our parents. We honor our parents. We love our parents. But there's a high life. There's a kingdom life. There's a life that God has prepared for you. Somebody say hallelujah. Jesus didn't disrespect this honor his parents. He still loved them, honored them, but he lived for his father. And that's what you and I are called to do. And many times there's a choice that comes in your life. You come to a point where your family almost reads an ultimatum. Come home to us. Come live with us. This church life is not good for you. But I chose the kingdom. Somebody say hallelujah. The day will come where they will come to you. When times get tough for them, who are they going to call? Not Ghostbusters. They're going to call you. Amen. Hallelujah. When times get tough, they're going to call you. Why? Think of it. Why do they call you? Because they recognize that you've got authority in this area, that you have a different kingdom. They need somebody with a different God. I said the world needs somebody with a different God. With a different king. With a different authority. With the power over the devil. Hallelujah. They call you and say, oh, I know it's so hard. Let's cry together. After all, Jesus loves you. But he's powerless to do anything about it. The kingdom is upon you. Think of that for a moment. Everybody say, the kingdom is upon me. Hallelujah. So when does kingdom life start? The moment you decide to turn your back on the world and live for God. When you get born again. I decree in Jesus' name that each one of you is called to live like a king. Come on, lift your hands and say, I've been anointed to live like a king. The moment you say live like a king, you know, carnal Christians start thinking about opulence and money and, you know, red stars. And... No, living like a king is living a life where you're free of slavery, where sin has no power over you, where your life is not subject to this world or the goings-on, or the circumstance, but you're of a different kingdom. There's an authority about you that rules and reigns. When things go bad, you stand up as a king, and you command life. Hallelujah. Amen. When, when you're a kingdom, a kingdom son, 
Demons have no power over you. Hallelujah. You call things that are not as though they were. You start living a different life to the world around you. A little while ago, I went to go visit some like second generation family. I went there and you would think Jesus never came. All the stories are stories of woe and how bad things are. And the country's going down. And the politicians are going down. And the economy's going down. And everything bad. I said, my God, no wonder the people drink. Amen. You better drink. If that's the only world you're living in, at least you can have a castle. I just got that revelation as a... <laughs> or you're so full of fear, at least you can have a lion. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we got the lion of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah. There's a kingdom in this place. There's a king at work. And we have authority in his name. Somebody says hallelujah. I live the abundant life. I live the free life. Hallelujah. When you're born again and filled with the Holy Ghost, you're a brand new creation. You're a different order. You're foreign to this world. Hallelujah. You created in his image and in his likeness. As he is, so are we. I never saw Jesus depressed. Amen. I never saw him hopeless and despair. He's always full of faith. Always full of joy. I carry the image of holiness. I'm a peculiar race. I'm a brand new species. I live by a different spirit. Hallelujah. God says, I love, I love uh, Caleb because he's got a different spirit. Hallelujah. When everybody else was saying it's bad, it's gone, Caleb said, give me this mountain. Caleb said, I can conquer you. I can make something happen. Because when God is for you, who can be against you? When the kingdom is within, you can live on a total different planet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I'm preaching myself happy here this morning. And at least one of us will be happy by the time we go home. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. Hallelujah. I carry the image of holiness. I carry the kingdom. When these things come, I'm not subject to them. They have no power over me. Hallelujah. They will come. Now, that's something that confuses newborn believers. They think trouble will never come. It will come. It will find you. But praise the Lord, you have been anointed to overcome. Amen. Some people think you get baptized, you get wrapped in cotton wool and sprinkled with eau de cologne, 
the angels bear you up in their hands and nothing ever comes against you. It's easy for the pastor. He walks in the glory day by day. And no trouble finds him. In fact, he doesn't even need money. He just walks into the shops and they lay it all out for him. His car runs on green gases. Listen, if you live in this world as a Christian, you have to contend the world. You have to overcome the world. You have to force and subject the God of this world to the kingdom. Hallelujah. That's why when you come in the mornings to praise him, you know, some of you come late, you late comers. Don't come late. That's why some of you, you, you walk in and I'll see you, your hands are hanging. Amen. You haven't praised him. I heard a person once says, well, I enjoy the worship more, so I just come for the worship. Praise is a command. Why? Because when you praise him, your hands get lifted up. When you praise him, you start getting a revelation of who he is. Hallelujah. Amen. It's powerful. Powerful. So get into his presence. Enforce the kingdom. Hallelujah. Thank God for the victorious anointing in this place this morning. But you can experience it every day. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody said, I'm living this thing. Amen. I said, I'm living this thing. You wake me up at three in the morning. I'm living this thing. Amen. I don't have to wait for Sunday. Thank God for Sundays. And listen, we all get encouraged by Sundays, don't we? But listen, you had better believe the devil's going to look for you on Tuesday morning. And when he finds you, you better be in position. Amen. Hallelujah. Like I said, I preached once. I said, don't change your location. Change your position. Jesus didn't go to Galilee to find a new location. Some people, they leave Joburg. They come to Durban. Maybe things will be better in Durban. Like you're a locust, you're a consumer, you're dependent on your environment. When you're in the kingdom, he's your source. No matter where you are, if you're in the will of God, that soil will produce. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say I'm part of the kingdom. The kingdom is upon us. Hallelujah. Praise God. You're a chosen generation. You're a royal priesthood. Called of God. Hallelujah. A holy nation. A brand new creation. Hallelujah. When you walk in a different kingdom is manifest. Amen. 
we, we're not dependent on this world. Out of your innermost being flows rivers of living waters. This life is a life in the spirit. I, I wanted to preach on the Holy Ghost today. Three weeks now trying to get to preach on the Holy Ghost. But this is what the Spirit of God has done for us. When you're filled with the Holy Ghost, the kingdom is upon you. That's when it starts, when the Holy Ghost comes and you live by the Spirit. We don't receive the Spirit so you got a naughty badge. Pastor, don't you know, in 1963, I received the Holy Ghost. The Bible says you must continuously be filled with the Spirit. The life I live now, I live by the faith the son of God who gave himself for me hallelujah by the power of the Holy Ghost every day is a new day every day I need a filling I need a touch I need the move of the Holy Ghost every day I live in the spirit somebody say hallelujah I abide in his presence you're created for his presence we're created for his glory. Come on, just lift your hands. It's his glory. You're a brand new creation. He created you for this, for his glory. Hallelujah. So that you can be filled with the spirit. The moment Jesus got baptized, he was filled with the Holy Ghost and power. And Jesus said, you receive power. You receive the anointing. You receive the divine infusion of the Holy Ghost. The power of the spirit comes upon you to live a victorious life, to live an overcomer's life, to live by the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit, filled with the glory, filled with His presence, filled till you overflow, filled with rivers of living waters, filled with refreshing, filled with inspiration, filled with revelation. Called by his name. The Bible says I've called him. I've created him for my glory. Hallelujah. Father, each and every one created for kingdom living. Created in the image and the likeness of God. Filled with the glory of your spirit. Be filled. Be ye being filled. Be continuously filled. Let the rivers of living waters well up from the innermost being. Let what wells up from the innermost being be psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and songs of deliverance and songs of joy and words of life and words of blessing. For out of your innermost being shall flow rivers and your mouth will declare the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Come on, just be filled where you are. Just let the Holy Ghost give you a fresh infilling, a fresh impartation. Oh, let the river flow. Let the glory flow. Let the presence and the anointing of the Holy Ghost inspire you, strengthen you. Come on, just pray in the Holy Ghost. Receive. Let this precious anointing, that's it. There's a release. There's a release of the anointing. There's a release. There's the dew of heaven falling on your life right now. Oh, 
a supernatural impartation. Hallelujah. A supernatural touch of the kingdom, touch of the spirit. Shebra sahante, epokosa, lepikishukonda, eposanomonamaya, kesha. Come on, stir up that anointing that's in you. Stir yourself up in your most holy faith. The Bible says when you speak in tongues, you edify yourself. You build yourself up. You are strengthened. You are anointed. You are born of that spirit. You created to flow in the Holy Ghost. You created to carry glory. For there's life, for there's victory in my spirit. There's power in the Holy Ghost. You and Wentworth, lift your hands, start worshiping him, start speaking in other tongues. Come on, Wentworth. Shabra Sechena, I release the anointing on you there. Right there where you're sitting, Wentworth, the Spirit of God is moving all over this church. I bless you, Shabron de Kesianto. Let the kingdom, let the glory, let the power of the Holy Ghost fill your being. Shembra Sokora, let a fresh infilling come. Sandro Koba Seke, Sakono Koseka, Leke, drink, drink. Let the anointing of God flow in your life. Sabon de Kesamando, Koba Tara. Ah, he brought you here to impart to you. Some of you, the enemy's been against you and you need power. Well, this is what the Holy Ghost is here. He's re releasing power in you right now. Power in you. Power in you. Shabra Secheta, Kiramonde. Many of you don't know what to do. You say, Pastor, if only somebody will tell me what to do. The wise counselor is here this morning. It's the Holy Ghost. Shepa Sakanda Ronda Seken Tokoste be strengthened. Let the Spirit of God move all over you in Wentworth, all over you here in the Bluff. Shantokorabande, he Kasanto Konde Berama. That's right, that's right, that's right. I release the impartation of the Holy Ghost on each and every one of you to live to be sealed with the spirit of promise, the earnest of your inheritance, the down payment of what God has prepared for you. I declare that where you are, you have no lack, but there is a down payment. There is a release of the inheritance. There's a release of the blessing. Pray in the spirit. Let your spirit bear witness to the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost impart to you this morning. Shambra sekena manabaya, leke seke, leke shokanda, life giving spirit. Yes, yes, that's a river. I see the river. Oliver, you went with. Let the river flow. Let the glory flow. Shantan kerobone kesta. I release an impartation of the Spirit of God now over your life. Shekendo kostriakto tona kesabanto kistabande manta gesto mokarande karobona kisabana mokosinka renken sonko be strengthened with might as his glorious spirit. Okay, I see that. I see the spirit of might being released on you. Power that causes your enemies to flee. Power 
to overcome in the name of Jesus. We bless everyone. We bless everyone. We bless you. I bless you right there where you're sitting. In the name of Jesus. We trust that you were blessed by the transforming word of God and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit our website www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.